Welcome to Apocalypse, Mr. Manheim. Who are you? Your new lord and master. You may call me Darkseid. Welcome back to the couch. It's Dark Side's couch. This is James. This is Mike. And Shay's here too. Hey. Hi, Shay. I gave her the shitty microphone. Thanks. Because it, was the, it was the only microphone I had. So it's sort of a, see, I have the second shittiest microphone, which now makes it the second best microphone. This it is, is the second. See, here's here's the hierarchy. I have the best microphone with the best windscreen. Mm-hmm. Mike has the shittier mic with the shittier windscreen because of the halitosis. Yes, and Shay has the garbage mic with no, no windscreen. windscreen. But I don't pop my peas, so it's fine. Yeah, um, she does a radio background as I'm well. I'm quite the pee popper. So that's... Mm-hmm. So, all right, I should, I should explain... Sounds, the, it sounds like that in post. <laughs> she also doesn't have headphones. She just doesn't hear the bike horn. I um, can hear it. Oh, great. I, Perfect. I unfortunately uh, was painting and I fell. Yeah. And I spilled paint all over basically everything I own. And uh, kind of fried my laptop. Mm-hmm. So I'm using the B-Squad right now. So all I really have... I, I don't have my sound effects. I basically just have... So no Charles Barkley today? No Charles Barkley, I just have the bike horn. Uh, I think we only use two anyway. Yeah. We just use Charles Barkley and then Jesse Ventura. Sometimes I throw in the fart sound effect. There's mm-hmm. some good ones in there. Mm-hmm. All right, we're doing a comic. Oh, not, yeah. There's not a about comic you paint your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to get into that in one second. I do have one last thing. I do have a little piece of house clearing from last time. Oh, oh did I say something that was totally untrue? Yes, uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> Busted. Um, yeah, last episode we talked about the history of the word redskin. Oh, is that not correct? Totally wrong. Oh, I saw that on a documentary about Indians. Totally wrong. In fact... Redskin, the term redskin, Native Americans gave that to themselves to differentiate themselves from white people. Oh, really? So it's okay to have the football team. In a way, it's the least racist thing you could call it. I watched American. the documentary where they're like, it's because they got scalped and they're bleeding everywhere. That That is a common theory. And it's been apparently nobody can find like any record of that being the case, but they find plenty of records suggesting that Native Americans. There's a Slate article. There's a uh, NPR also uh, corroborated it. Yeah, but that could just be whitewashing. Who knows? It could have been. It could have been the first thing. NPR does not like to white. NPR are the leaders in white guilt. If there's any way that they can feel bad about being white, they would absolutely seize on that. And fracking advertising. They're real big on that. NPR is big on fracking? Well, they got a lot of their budget taken away from the government, so they've been taking ad money from like oil companies Ah! and gas companies. It's really brutal. So like their credibility is gone. Yeah, well, it was always a little questionable as far as I'm concerned. But that's a whole other issue. So yeah. They're taking money from big eyeglasses. The big Warby Parker. <laughs> uh huh. All right. So, but uh, and so that male chimp. Male chimp. It's male chimp, but male chimp. It's it's a cereal joke. It's oh yeah, 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 yeah. That they were sponsoring yeah. cereal and they pop up yeah. and the little male chimp thing. It's yeah. a cool thing. You wouldn't get it. That's one of those things I only know based on parodies of it. It's like like Beyonce songs. I've never heard a Beyonce song, but Me I know neither. them all anyway. I know, but I still know them because I know the parodies. I don't even know the parodies. I'm sure she's nice. Speaking of she being nice today. We're doing first of two Wonder Woman issues, actually. I know. I couldn't pick between the two, so I said, let's do both. And, and they're both from the same era, which is weird. Yeah. Um, and we're doing this because the movie's coming out. We're actually recording this before the movie comes out, which looks pretty cool. It does the look cool. The reviews look good. And I hate everything, so we'll you see. You do hate everything. You do hate everything. So I'm looking forward to it. Shay and I are going to see it on the weekend, but um, it'll already be out by the time we drop this. So uh, yeah. speculation abounds. Hopefully it's not garbage. No, it looks, feel it, stupid. it looks rad. Just turn your brain off. Turn it, don't sweat it. Just watch it. I hate that phrase. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna try my best to do that this time. I'm just gonna enjoy it and not be a jerk. It's not. It's not gonna be historically accurate. It can't be historically accurate. Well, no, the Wonder Woman's in it. 
Like immediately, yeah. it, really, it's not historical. I had a friend complain about that, and yeah, my response was, "Oh man, if they don't get those Amazonians correct, I'm gonna be pissed." Wait, is someone complaining because Wonder Woman was? They're going Cause, like, "Yeah, because they- I am an historian. I've studied World War One extensively. There was no woman of wonder there." They're, yeah, they were like, "If they don't get World War One factually correct, is she gonna beat up the Kaiser at the end of it? Like, like well, how are they gonna do she it?" She shoots Franz Ferdinand. Oh no way! Does she, she kicked off? Oh World my War god! I. What a cool what movie! A fucking. Okay. Uh, I'm already sold on this movie now. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> yeah, right? I like it when they mix it up. That's why so I like yeah. this comic. All right. Anyway, here. Today, it's all about Wonder Woman. Back in 1968, issue 179, a story called Wonder Woman's Last Battle, written by the legendary Denny O'Neill, art by Mike Sikowski and the legendary Dick Giordano. Mike Sikowski is the only non-legendary one in there, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> the comic book cover, it says, goodbye to the past for the new Wonder Woman. Yeah, this marks the beginning of, it's the controversial I Ching era i ching is that the martial arts she learns yeah no that's the dude oh that's the name the, the the yeah so she goes all daredevil it's also worth noting shay while she is a big wonder woman fan has not read this book so she's kind of seeing nope. it as i put it up on the big screen so oh, she's kind of seeing it as it's great it. and yep. terrible well basically what happened is superheroes weren't really selling too well at this point and so they're like okay well wonder woman is in danger of cancellation so they decided why don't we just take away her powers and just make her some lady and see if that works. And it did it? Because it's it, still making it. It kept her going. But it was, well, we'll talk about, I think we have different opinions about the actual quality of the final product here. So <laughs> I, don't, I always like when they take characters and just mix it up. Yeah. I, I'm pretty happy that I they actually, just try. And I, I've been saying this is like, in theory, I like that idea. The execution is the problem. And uh, we'll get into that. I'm okay. sure if it was the 1970s or the 1960s, I'd be totally down. I don't know. It seems unusually unprogressive. For the 1960s. Right. Well, the book starts out with uh, Steve Trevor, which is Wonder Woman's boyfriend, I guess. Sort of. Steve Trevor was the guy who he landed on Paradise Island. Yeah, right. And basically is the reason that she decided to leave Paradise Island and come to Man's World. Right. So uh, I guess here he's like the most badass super agent of all time. Yeah, he's usually portrayed as a badass. And they're like, okay. I mean, he's smoking in this panel, so clearly. Well, he's a badass. Well, he had to in 1965. And now he just launched a man across the room with one lap. So that's his boss. And his boss is like, hey, you're such a badass agent. We need you to uh, pretend to become a traitor and then go join this evil organization. But from this guy called Dr. Cyber. Dr. Cyber. Is that correct? Is it Dr. Dr. Cyber? Cyber? She actually has a lot of doctor villains. Dr. Cyber, Dr. Psycho. Um, there's another one I'm trying to think of. Dr. Dre? Is that? Yeah. <laughs> there wasn't, she had a third. She has a lot of doctors. This is the problem yeah. with for-profit uh, healthcare is that you get a lot of mad doctors that are only in it for the money. Yeah. yeah. Like, right. If this was, if America just had universal healthcare at this time, maybe these doctors wouldn't rise to prominence where they can cause all the problems for the world. Well, they're alt-left uh, just, screed. Just, just making an observation yeah. about all okay. these problems that they're having. Well, at any rate, Dr. Cyber's causing some trouble. We don't know anything about him. So the government Dr. said... Oh, Dr. Poison. Did we Dr. Poison. Yeah, Dr. Poison who's that in the movie. That is a terrible name. Dr. Poison's in the movie. Dr. Poison? Dr. They're Poison. not even trying. Yeah. It's good. It's all about imaging. It's about branding. It's about imaging. If you're going to spend all that time getting your doctorate, and then mm-hmm. you just use it for crime... Might like, not even be a real doctor. Like, yeah, you're just calling it even worse. Like Dr. Pepper. That, that can Listen. of soda never... I know, I know a guy named Dr. Poison or a woman named Dr. Poison, as the case would be. I know what I'm going to get into with Dr. Poison. I'm going to get some poison. She's Jenny Poison. Jenny Poison. <laughs> Jenny Poisonstein. She changed it when she came to America. All right. All right. Fair enough. So uh, they say, Steve Trevor, since you're the most badass man in the world, apparently, we're going to pretend that you're a traitor and only I'm going to know. And you're going to go join Dr. Cyrus' group because yep. now they think you betrayed your country. So 
Steve Trevor goes, all right, that means I can beat the shit out of you, right? Immediately. Doesn't clarify no. with his superior whether or not he should institute this right now. No, immediately just attacks him. Just starts beating the shit out of everyone. They beat the shit out of the guards that come after him. And when he's on the run, he like jumps out of a window and yep. they're shooting him with machine guns. It's like, how do you know that they're not good at their job and they just mow you down right away? Well, the implication is that he's even better. No matter how good they are, he's even better. For sure, but you're when it comes to that, you're never you can't just stand in front of a machine gun. Like well, that's the whole point of those guns is you don't need to yeah, be they're, accurate. They're just spraying it. <laughs> yeah, like, you that's just a pretty spray. good coverage of the room there. Right. The car, like the, he just jumps into a car, that car would be like destroyed. Okay. So he jumps out of the window of like a military <laughs> installation, and right outside the window, there is a convertible. There's a, a cherry red convertible, top down. Apparently keys in the ignition. That's how they were back then. No one took the keys out. On a military base? Especially at a military base. It's going to be extra safe on a military base. Well, unless somebody cracks and decides to steal a car, which apparently happens all the time. I like like here he just gets away. (laughs) He he drives away and everybody just kind of stands looking out the window going, man, he really got away from us, didn't he? Call somebody. Shut down the base, maybe. Like, you can... One button puts the base on lockdown. No, it's... He's like, uh, well, I need him to... Well, he escapes and that's part of the plan and Steve Trevor seems to be totally cool with ruining his entire life for this. Yeah, his reputation doesn't mean anything because he's that much of a soldier. Yeah, he's a badass. Which is going to come back and bite him in the ass. We'll find out We'll find later. out later. Yeah, for sure. So for that, sure. that finished up the first part of this uh, Wonder Woman's last And it even story. tells us part one and part two. Like Which is very helpful. Yeah, they're letting us know. Because in the day, people weren't... Like, I don't have time to read 20 pages. Like, they were borderline illiterate. Well, that's like kind of... break well, this down. That's not back in the day, bro. Well, we're still doing <laughs> well, it. That's, that's why they bumped the page count from 22 pages to 20. People for, cannot handle 22 pages of reading. For real? I thought yeah. they, they probably did that for a cost thing, right? Cost. Although I hear that the actual, like, the expense isn't so much associated with the printing. It's just, it's the distribution. It's nah. it's paying people to actually have livable wages and everything. So it's really not that, like, it's so expensive to print two more pages. That's what I hear anyway. I love how uh, tall they make Wonder Woman. Well, she's an Amazon. She's an Amazon. I know, but sometimes the, they'll be like, women shouldn't be super tall, and they draw them differently. Well, um, originally, she was a lot more petite. No, like, I, I like it better when they draw her bigger than that she's like taller than Superman. Have you guys read the original appearances of Wonder Woman? They're like the original stuff, the Marston stuff? I'm aware of them. It's all... It's all BD- I've never read a full... It's all feminism and BDSM, right? It was. That's the thing. People, you know, there's always... And I mentioned this before, is like, Wonder Woman is the one comic where when everybody freaked out about the BDSM and everything supposedly in comic books about Batman around being gay and all this, and it was and all it was all crap. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but Wonder Woman, the early Marston comics, was. was. It absolutely was, because he was a crazy feminist. Yeah, Wonder- he, had, he had two girlfriends. And they well, all he had together. a wife and a girlfriend. Yeah, and then when he died, they stayed they, together. They, they yeah. stayed yeah. together. That's and a wonderful Wonder tale. Woman, it, is, it is really sweet. Yeah, and like his sketches are just, if it's not Wonder Woman, it's just women tied up. This, is, yeah. this guy knows what's up. And Wonder Woman is based on he and his wife's girlfriend, like physically. Oh, nice. That's why she was a more petite kind of person. And his wife was She's like, thick, yeah. She's thick, though. Can you imagine uh, like how he felt when they took his character and made her the secretary of the Justice Society? Like, oh, I'm sure he was He's not probably happy. like, what the fuck? Oh yeah, no, no. The whole point was yeah, an empowerment wasn't, issue. And wasn't she most the most powerful member of the Justice Society? Couldn't she's she certainly do, up there, especially when it comes to like war? Like, wouldn't she be perfect to she, go to World War Two and kill him? Yeah. The best strategist. Like, she has all of Batman's strategy and skills, and then some, and then all of Superman's skills, and then some. Yeah, she's sort of the best. No one can tell that I was raising my arms in disgust. And, and, <laughs> yeah, and, 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 the glass ceiling was really low at that uh, time. That's upsetting. Well, apparently everyone was very intimidated by this, so we decided it was time to uh, take her powers away. So, that's what we see in part two here. And here, uh, she's on the street wearing a really nice red like jumper. Fine. What would you call that? No, it's just like a... It's, it's just a raincoat. Like a, some kid is listening to a radio about Steve Trevor, because I guess he's famous? 
Steve Trevor was like, for a secret agent, everyone knows who he is. I guess. I mean, Medal of Honor winners. All right. And the kid's just like, can't trust anyone over 30. This kid probably got so much tail having a, look a handheld radio in 1965. And look at his, his face. Gr- look at his grown man's face. I was about Thank to you. point that out. He's supposed to be under 30, and he has the face of a 45 year looks. He looks like those drawings of soldiers in Vietnam comics. Yeah. Like, except he's 12. Yeah. I want to see the he's comic book about this guy. He's got PTSD. See this guy's story. He's already like, can't trust the government, man. You can't. I've already seen two tours. It's very controversial, this guy. He's got some hot takes on things. This is before, this is the year we went to the moon, right? 1968? Um, 69, I thought. 69? And this is 65. Or oh, right, 65? right. 65? I think it's 68. Yeah, it is 68. Okay, so yeah, moon, everyone had moon fever, even yeah, though we yeah, had, for sure. I don't think we'd done it yet. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, or ever. We? No, we oh, went to God. the moon. No, we went no, to the no. moon. Yeah, I'm not. God. I'm not that dude. Oh, thank God. So uh, Wonder Woman, now just Diana Prince, uh, she finds out that uh, Steve Trevor's apparently gone rogue. Yeah, but she's called home psychically first. And she's like, I got too much shit going on right now. Mm-hmm. So she calls, uh, she's called home. She goes back to Paradise Island in her invisible jet because she still had it at the time. Yeah, because she's a badass. And uh, they basically tell her, hey, listen, uh, our magic's running out. We got to go to another realm to recharge our magic. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got to come with us or you can eat shit here on Earth with men. Right, and she's like, well, I'm so worried about Steve Trevor. First of all, Steve Trevor's a piece of shit for not telling his girlfriend, like, hey, I'm going to go pretend to be a rogue terrorist. Don't worry. Yeah, I get the feeling the general was just about to tell Steve, now, we're going to institute this policy in about two weeks. Get your affairs together. Call your girlfriend. And he just whapped him across the hallway. Yeah, like, nope. Now we're doing it right now. It's more right believable now. that way. Don't tell my girlfriend. I want her to really worry. And worry she does. And if she knew that Steve Trevor was actually, this was his plan to stop this terrorist, I'd imagine she'd probably have gone with him. Yeah, they would work together on this or no i mean like she would have gone home to the other dimension with her family she's like well everyone's cool i'm just gonna go so his lack of communication kind of ruins her life men men yep Uh. (laughs) (laughs) waiting for it so uh i guess when you're formal when you go to themiscara it means something's up so her mom is super formal with her and says we're gonna leave soon and uh wonder woman's like you know what uh i'm gonna stay here and be normal because i'm brave Here's my costume and all my weapons. And she gives up her powers. And but uh, uh, so then I thought, oh shit, the jet! Like they didn't build that jet. And then like when she gets back to uh, America, the jet disappears too. Which mm-hmm. apparently the jet was magic. I thought like she so, found it. So that was not the mascara then. What happens? That at was the... that was Paradise Island. Isn't that the same place? That's what yeah. I'm yeah, trying to is. get to. Yeah, it's they're the same place. Maybe I don't know. What if the magic ran out halfway across the ocean? Yeah, right. She would like, fall. But she can fly, though, right? Oh, no, she can't. Not, not, no, not anymore. She not any powers. I mean, women have a lot of powers, but flight is not one of them. Some of them can. I think so. They made a show about it with uh, the lady from Cannibal Run. Burt Reynolds? No, the lady. I don't know who the lady was. The lady. Sally Fields. Sally Fields. They made a show about The nun show? Yeah, the flying nun show. That was a documentary. <laughs> that was through the grace of God. Powers was it? Be to he. I thought she was just like, she had hollow bones like a bird. And the, Get the and, shit back on and, track. And upwinds would just <laughs> take her up. So Diana Prince decides, uh, and she's in New York, which is another terrible another, place to start yeah. if you have no powers. Yeah. And she decides, well, I'm just going to, I have no powers. I'm just going to uh, open a business and, right. just, and just pay the rent that way, which is, come on. Oh, How she's you? paying the rent. She has no money too. Yeah. She has no money and she's going to start a store. She has no credit. She has no, no social security number. No last name. Yeah. She doesn't exist. She's off the grid. Right. But she's going to open a store. And apparently it seems to be working out. She she gets the rent like immediately. She's immediately in her new apartment slash boutique. I think she just beat up the landlord and said, I'm going to live here, but I'll pay you eventually, but I'm going to beat you up now just to 
established but dominance. she can't. She doesn't have any skills yet. Oh, right. She still She's doesn't have nobody. any superpowers. Why do I keep forgetting? I read two of these. Yeah. And I still can't get it through my head like, well, she can just crush a man's hand. Well, it's still, she still has it in her to, to fight for justice because she looks out the window and she sees a small blind Asian man getting bullied by some young toughs, some yeah. street toughs. Yep. They're all white. The, the toughs are white back in the day. Yeah. Well, you know. Oh, please tell me that's the shadowing <laughs> and the Asian man is not literally yellow. Nope. He is. Oh, yeah. They, they, he oh, is yeah, literally he's yellow. yellow. He's, it's, a, well, it's, a, it's, a, it's a like a brown mustard. Okay, guys. In fairness... The only time up to this point that we had ever drawn Asian people in American comics, it was horrible, horrible stereotypes. Well, you're only given so many sh- like inks to okay. use, so what you gotta use the closest one. They did right? some. They did the best they could. I mean, he looks okay. It's not too. He's not. He's not too bad. He talks and he talks perfectly like like he's from America. He doesn't. They didn't give him like a weird accent with no with no please to recall this pain young gentleman when next tempted to harm fellow being yeah but look is, at, that's just yeah that's how we talk but here. look at all those r's and l's <laughs> yeah like he's, he's, I didn't realize they're all in the right place <laughs> right i mean they don't have those in in those languages in the far east yeah exactly they didn't got that shit exactly it's like in hawaii they don't got the letter b they're trying their best Hawaiian alphabet is only like 12 letters yeah good for them they're yeah. keeping, it, keeping it simple exactly Not minimalists yeah, yeah I bet they just need their poi yeah, they're poi. Oh, is that, hey, they offered us poi when I went to Hawaii. And, oh, yeah. and I guess it's really gross. I didn't try it. They're super into spam, too. Like the like mail or like no, the food? like the canned meat. Is it where it comes from? Is that where spam is? It's it? not where it comes from, but because it was, uh, you know, essentially used in the military as like an Air Force base or whatever, uh, there was, it, it was all over the place and everyone just started to really like it. And so it's it's still a huge thing. <laughs> That's super gross. So uh, Anthony w- Bourdain said it was okay. Anthony Bourdain, who's that? Uh, he's in the pocket of big spam. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a hipster chef traveling guy. So Wonder Woman, uh, uh, she runs outside yep. and she finds that the the blind uh, Chinese gentleman. Like we do find out later, he's actually from China, right? Yes. Yeah, and she finds out that he's actually a, a martial arts king, and yeah. he's he's protected himself. He didn't need any shit. He, he beats the shit out of those kids too. Like they all have traumatic brain injury. They're yep. they're, they're not going to recover. Yeah, and they Diana pays them no attention. Right, and just and, says, "Hey, man, that was pretty fucking baller." And she's and he says to her, "The mind it the the mind is what truly sees." And she's like, "Whoa, you should teach me martial arts." And then they go forth and do that. And he goes, "Funny, that's exactly why I'm here." Introduces himself as I Ching, which is actually not the first time I've seen. I actually saw I Ching in. In, uh, a Batman story from like a decade ago from the resurrection of Ra's al Ghul and he was helping uh, and I think it's in no the sensei is Ra's al Ghul's father so uh, yeah he uh, wait Ra's al Ghul's father is still alive in comics yeah he's even older but mm-hmm. he's also immortal yeah, jumping the shark a little bit I don't think they use one. the sensei very often well they also use his whole don't they have to use uh, with Raj like the blood of a relative in some way shape or form as well kind of like the Vandal Savage yeah at that point they had to like sacrifice Damien because they needed the blood right and instead the the albino guy it wasn't a great story no it doesn't sound good nah it wasn't too good like this like sometimes less is more but it makes sense I mean if Denny O'Neill is writing this it takes away what's special about Rachel Ghoul. Like if his dad's if his dad's immortal too then it's like well how far back does it go then like you know I think it's it's like suggested but not made explicitly clear that he's his father but yeah he's probably his father so I Ching shows up says yeah I was actually looking for you and he says uh, your, your particular uh, Amazon training and skills make you perfect for, for helping me take down Dr. Cyber and Diana's like well actually I don't have those skills anymore I Ching's like yeah that's cool that's fine so like, I guess uh, at I Ching's temple mm-hmm. uh, they get raided by mobsters 
Yeah. With guns. And of course, guns are way better than martial arts, like by a thousand times. Yeah, absolutely. So they're all immediately killed. Yeah. They're, and their and, martial arts training was for nothing. And their treasures are stolen. Yeah, they're still... I, I, they drove from New York to the Himalayas. Yep. And their uh, Model T's. And stole I Ching's magic Chinese secrets yeah. for Dr. Cyber. So he goes, so in order to fight these guys, I'm going to teach you... He calls it karate, which that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, karate is Japanese, isn't yeah, it's it? It's Japanese and not the greatest martial art in the world like it's okay it's great if you're learning the sport of karate and you're fighting other karate people well he also in the very next panel he's training diana and we have a montage of it and he also claims that the human form can smash steel walls but you must believe it can and that's just not true no that's not true so that's just i think he that's just dangerous Yeah, yeah like you could smash a steel i did some research on that you could smash a steel wall if it was incredibly long and thin yeah but not a general steel wall, not like a supervillain layer. All right, the real big question of this, though, is like, so he trained, him and his buddies trained their whole lives this particular martial art, and they couldn't stop guys with guns. The first thing you should say to Diana is, all right, we're going to go to the gun store, because that's way better than what I'm going to be teaching you, and we need to kill these yeah. people. and they're in New York. Yeah, go to the gun store. Couldn't get a license. That was his first plan, is to just buy a bunch of guns. And yeah, because like, nah. guns are better. <laughs> like, are neither, better. listen, a small blind Asian man and a woman who has no social security number, I'm not selling Dude, you this guns. Is, this is this 1960s America. Yeah. You think, I mean, okay. they probably wouldn't have sold him a gun, but she was fine. Yeah, I, like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, why, what, what's badass about Wonder Woman not having her powers, she learns th- this martial art in months that takes uh, other people years to learn i mean i guess she still has the mental discipline and then uh, months later at, in their dojo learning to chop at blocks because that'll stop guns uh, steve trevor shows up at the dojo how did he know where to find them i don't know he's been looking but he's been shot and he, he collapses into the room yep what does he do he tells him something he uh, well cyber dr cyber's thugs have gotten to see because apparently dr cyber is the only criminal going on right now well i mean there's other superheroes i'm sure they're just dealing with their own individual issues and this is just what steve trevor's up to well that's what you always complain about is that why don't you just call the other superheroes to take care of your problems for you because superman the, can take care well, of dr cyber this is the 70s though they don't they don't have cell phones so it's, if they're not home and you're calling them yeah i like that they could transport to different dimensions or anything they hadn't figured out cell phone technology no yet. they haven't they hadn't figured out long distance communication well, across the Atlantic. The great thing about comic books is you can come up with these crazy sci-fi technologies to do stuff, but if you're not thinking of something practical, you're not going to put it in your book. Like the way I always say about Fantastic Four, why don't they just use their technology to just revolutionize the energy industry and and change our planet? It's like, well, the the writer's not thinking about that. They're thinking about using the technology to create a fantastic story, yeah. not to change shit. Well, they also don't want to ha- not have a job in six months when there's no more no more supervillains to would, fight. That would be all of my comic books. That yeah, I wrote. yeah, I would I would end whole shoe miniseries oh yeah and there'd be like and then utopia happened because that's what would happen if benevolent people had superpowers we would live in a utopia and the end that's way too optimistic that's all yeah yeah well i'm an optimistic guy yeah i need a little cynicism though so uh uh steve trevor uh dies he, he pretty much dies <laughs> he says you know they're coming they're coming for you uh blah, blah, blah. something's going on dr cyber gives no real good information but then just flat out dies he dies and then uh i ching's like hey that's the same dude i was going after what a coincidence this like, is all happening this is all kind of wrapping up took a few months yeah yeah took yeah. a few montages of karate but uh, we're here now let's let's move on so so they approach and they're uh what are their edsel whatever car they're driving there yeah and uh dr cyber's goon is uh dispatched this big uh caveman brow five head kind of guy he gets dispatched to take care of them. Oh, he does have a five head. 
so it turns out this dude, uh, he built a bunch of toy robots. Yeah. And but the real ploy was to put bombs and toys to give to kids. To give like uh, like politicians' children. Right. So they weren't expecting them to actually have workable robots that can kill them. And uh, but thanks, thankfully, uh, Diana Prince believes she can punch through steel, so yep. she can, and she, she easily destroys all the toys until a, a Frankenstein for some reason, which is incorrect. Up. That's the name of the the doctor. I know it's, the, but it's a lot easier to just say Frankenstein. Everybody knows it at that point. I know, but still, just, it is just, Frankenstein's uh, monster. A giant Frankenstein's monster. For a Dr. Frankenstein wouldn't be a very intimidating character to fight, but a giant robotic Frankenstein's monster of all things shows up. Yeah. Why a Frankenstein's monster? I don't know. They just, I guess they needed a little more action in there. Because they knew how to draw Frankenstein's monster. They had some leftover uh, drawing packets from Frankenstein's well, monster. Well, they just put them in and so, make him a robot. And she uses a uh, Haito Chop and she says it out loud, probably. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, she thinks it. Haito fin- Chop! Did, and finally, disable it with a Haito Chop. Yeah, chops she, his head off. Yeah, chops his head clean off because that's how that works. So uh, next, a bunch of planes, a bunch of like World War One fighter planes. And then they make a bunch out. of jokes about like ace fighters. Red King, Barons and shit. King Kong references yeah, and everything. Very dated that we wouldn't understand at all. It's as, all very as dated. people from the future reading reading a book from the past. So she takes all them out and then Fivehead comes along and just goes, well, I'm just going to shoot her instead. Mm-hmm. Which is probably how we should have started. Should have started it immediately. She has no bulletproof vest. She's wearing a really hip like go-go outfit. Yeah, why didn't just great. fire while she was fighting the robots? I mean, she was dispatched. She wasn't going to be able to pay attention to the gun as well. Because that's a lot of programming he did that is not paying off now. That's a weird thing that you always see in like in action movies where like you'll have 10 guys attacking one person, but they all attack one at a time. Well, that makes a better movie, I guess. I guess it does, but gang up on them. Not in The Matrix. The Matrix, they all jumped up on them. That's what they should have done. It's one of the things they did right. Yeah, that was a cool movie. Yeah, it was a pretty good Matrix. movie. Started yeah. out well. Yeah. So uh, she uh, manages to disable uh, Captain Fivehead there. Yep. Get his gun. Yep. With some help from I Ching. And uh, they go check out Steve, but I guess he's in a coma, and then she sexually assaults him. Yeah, he's gravely wounded. Yep, he can't consent. You know, and, and keep all that in mind, because actually in the next issue we're going to talk about, there's some surprising parallels by yes. complete coincidence. Yeah, because we, we were looking at this, this last yeah. night. There's a lot of stuff that happens in the next issue that's really very, very parallel to what we just read here. It's really pretty weird. Mm-hmm. But um, Diana and I Ching walk out the uh, walk out of the hospital feeling pretty good about themselves. And then there's a shadowy stranger who says a good looking dame and a blind Chinese. Those are the people I'm after. All right. And we're left to wonder what the fuck is going on. That's pretty progressive. Uh, a, a six foot two Amazonian woman and a blind Chinaman. She's just six foot two. That's not very tall. I don't know, she's, uh, that's kind of tall for, for a woman. That's pretty tall. Yeah. I like her to be huge. I mean, uh, I'm considered tall technically, and I'm five six. No, you're short. You're a tiny person. I'm a tiny person compared to a six foot man, mm-hmm. but compared uh, to a an and that is woman, my that is my exact perspective. Okay. Yeah, it's a really weird perspective you got there. Mm-hmm. Everyone, very everyone shorter than me is tiny, and everyone even slightly taller than me is huge. It's there. <laughs> there's an ad in the back of this book. Do you know Brother Power the Geek? No. Do you either know this character? No. I only kind of know it, and uh, I we, maybe we should throw it on the pile to look at it at some point because it didn't last very long. Brother Power the Geek was originally supposed to be called Brother Power the Freak, but they didn't like the drug connotations. All right. So Brother Power the Geek is a story of a clothing mannequin that some hippies put their clothes on and it got struck by lightning and turned sentient. I'll tell you what, we were talking about what we should do uh, after we finish Wonder Woman. Uh, if I can find this, we'll do this. Um, that would be four DC books in a row. So? 
You want to keep doing? All right, we can find. We, we can see if we can find some brother power. There's only I think it was like I think they did four issues and then it got canceled because it was too. Weird. If I can find it, if not, like yeah. no big deal. But if I can find it, or if someone wants to send it to me, <laughs> then we'll do it. No one's gonna send any. No, you never know. That's why I'm asking. Um, and I think they tried a little bit of revival with Vertigo in the '90s, and it, you know. Like, I bet you like I'll find that pretty easily. Work. Yeah, it's probably yeah, but I you know I, I I'm kind of eager to see the original Brother Power. The game. Yeah, me too. So um yeah, so you seem to like this a lot more than I did. I liked it. I mean, it's a little it's good. Everything back then wasn't all that amazing or groundbreaking. It's just it was it was cool. I don't know. It was different. I, I mean, so I tell you what, I had such a low expectation for this that the fact that I enjoyed it even slightly, it was. It was a little, yeah, okay. Well, I, I maybe had a little, slightly higher expectations for it. I'm just going to get two out of five Frankenstein grunts. That's the same yeah. grunt. Yeah, it's, it can be the same grunt. <laughs> There's it has to be two of them. <laughs> I almost got the Phil Hartman Frankenstein grunts. Oh, there you go. The fire bad Frankenstein grunts. That would have been do. good. Listen, I'm working on the B machine today. Oh, right. I you should quit calling my laptop that. Yeah, I stole Shay's <laughs> laptop and turned it into the B machine. Oh, dude! That now we have to call the the first laptop the A machine from now on. It was the now A you're machine. You're like, let's power up the old A machine and start the show. It'll be really corny. That thing, <laughs> that thing held on tight until I spilled a gallon of paint on it. Yikes! Yeah, it was not. I was not happy with that. I cut my leg up. I cut everything up. I destroyed the world. Dude, I would have done all that for you for like a hundred bucks. All this painting? Yeah, I would have done I'm doing like bucks. triple layers. My apartment used to have like blood red walls. And it takes a lot to cover up red with shitty. I wouldn't have. White. Fall, I wouldn't have fallen or cut myself. Like I would have done it, and you would have. And you would have saved yourself all. I would have done it for seventy five. You know what? I, Low balling motherfucker. I'm ready to get railroaded by both of you guys. <laughs> you can still give me the money, and I'll do it. You know, sorry. Well, so this episode is ending with three way animosity. <laughs> Nobody's happy about shit. I am. I was, happy I was about to say no. We're cool. I, I'm happy. You want a high five over him? Yeah, high five yes. across no, the room. No, I'm in the middle. Psh- I'm in the middle. I don't. I don't allow that. You're gonna, do. You guys have... aren't going to Eiffel Tower me. <laughs> I like this book. All right. Well, I'm glad you like the book. What do you think of it, Shay? From what uh, you saw. Of from it? what? From the 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 brief. Uh, what I saw on, on the screen. Yeah. Uh, I thought you know I appreciate the fact that they wrapped up an origin story in one comic. Right. I like that. I wish they would do that in movies. Well, we're actually going to see. You mean are you referring to I Ching or are you referring to the new Wonder Woman? The new Wonder Woman. Well, technically, yeah, because yeah, it looks like the first comic didn't address this at all. It was a two parter. It looked like. The second comic, she's like, fuck, I'm staying, loses all her powers, learns new, not powers, but skills, and now she's fine. Um, the end. I liked her go-go outfit better than her traditional Wonder Woman American flag outfit. I think you'll see uh, how this goes really off the rails on the next issue. And the next issue, we're doing more new Wonder Woman because uh, the cover, as you, as listeners know, I choose almost purely off of what the cover looks like, yes. and it's just sold me so hard. So we're looking at Wonder Woman just a little down the line, number 189, which is still part of the I Ching era. And things have gone completely off the rails. Is that seriously what it's called? The I Ching era? I thought it was called like Kung Fu Wonder Woman. I mean, maybe there's somebody who calls it. I don't know. Even though it's karate, which is not Kung Fu. From from my research on it, it was known as sort of the I Ching era, but that's not a formal era. You yeah, know? That's what the movie should have been about. Just I, Yeah, that's a great way to, to introduce that character to the world. Yeah, she's Daredevil, except she can see and the guy can't. But in Daredevil, the other guy couldn't either. Uh, closing plugs. The Facebook fan page is at facebook.com slash darksidescouch. The current episodes are at soundcloud.com slash darksidescouch. And the archived episodes are at darksidescouch.blogspot.com. You guys got anything else? No. Uh-uh. All right. Well, that's fucking it. Good night. <laughs> Good night. Role models. 
Look, I've seen showgirls with more modesty than this so-called Wonder Woman. I will not tolerate this.